in Española, New Mexico, are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts on surveillance cameras. Security cameras in the Tyler's Kiln have captured some mysterious movements at night. Over months, the motion sensors show stools moving, umbrellas popping open, and a door swinging. All while no one's around. Opposite is an explanation. It's some sort of spirit. A new Wall Street Journal report profiles the many parents who think they can see ghosts, specters, and mysterious movements on their advanced baby monitors. Some parents describe blurry humanoid figures. Others say they see floating white orbs. Hey, welcome to The Soul Trap. On this episode, we are gonna be talking about some spooky things. But first, I wanna encourage you to make sure that you go to thesoultrap.com. All things Soul Trap, all things good. Your wildest imagination and dreams will come true. It's incredible. At thesoultrap.com. Also, make sure to check us out on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. Please help us out. We wanna get the word out more and more and be involved more and more, feel free to reach out to us also. Some of these episodes that we come up with come from you, the listener, and we appreciate you doing that. We try to get back with everybody that we can. We're not able to, but we appreciate it very much. And so we just appreciate you checking us out. Of course, you can find us on other platforms as well. Just about any platform that carries podcasts, or cool things, you're gonna find the Soul Trap orbiting somewhere around there. We trust that this broadcast finds you in good spirits and good health and on that good and narrow way. And certainly you want to be on that narrow way because outside of the narrow way are monsters and goblins and spooks and all kinds of strange and fearful things, including ghosts. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about ghosts, particularly ghost nurses and famous ghost hauntings of the past. Have you ever been at your house alone? Have you ever been somewhere alone and hear a sound? How come is it whenever we're alone is when we hear the house creak or we hear the bump or the sound that seems out of place? Or maybe it's not just a sound that we hear. Maybe it is a sight that we catch out of our eyes, a feeling, a tingling of the hair on our arms. Ghosts. I suppose a month doesn't go by when in some way, shape, or form, somebody asks us here at the Soul Trap, what do we think about ghosts? And what is our opinion of them? Well, there was a story that caught our attention that got us to dive into a little bit, and this isn't a long broadcast, but maybe one that will make you think. There was a ghost sighting at a place called the Grand Pavilion. The Grand Pavilion, which is a 110-year-old historic Edwardian building, was investigated by a group called When Darkness Falls, and this article follows some of what they were talking about. When they were going through their pictures that they took, they noticed what appeared to be ghostly apparitions in the main hall of the building. Team member Kimberly Griffith said that there wasn't anybody else in the building at the time that the photos were taken around 6.30 p.m. just a few months prior. The photo appeared to show two nurses. Can you see them? One sitting down. One seems, Kimberly stated, quite a bit taller than the other and are in nurse uniforms, and it looks like one of them is holding a lamp. 
Kimberly explained the fact that ghostly nurses may haunt the location is not really all that surprising as the building was used to take care of injured soldiers during the First and Second World War. Now, I have had conversations uh, with, with a lot of different people and one of the things that's often been posited as a theory is because we are Bible believers, we believe the Bible teaches absent from the body present with the Lord for a believer. The Bible also teaches that when the soul separates, that is by definition death, and for a non-believer that means that they are immediately in hell, as the rich man in Luke 16. But the question is, is there such a place? Are there places that, like a piece of paper, are more sensitive to an imprint of a human being? And that maybe their ghost or demons or somewhere in between linger in those areas. As if I took something of hard nature and pressed upon the paper. You can see if you were looking right now that there is still an imprint of what was done. And is that what people are seeing when they see, hear, or more even spookily feel the ghost present? The Grand Pavilion has a history of being haunted. When it was built back in 1910, two workmen were believed to have been either injured or killed during the construction. These two deceased men are believed to be responsible for the poltergeist activity that occurs close to the dome. Now, if you're wondering what poltergeist is, one of the best examples of that is the old movie Poltergeist and some of the little things that went on. It is the manifestation of a demonic activity, a ghost activity. The article states, those who have visited the building have claimed to have heard unexplained footsteps, heavy breathing, someone crying, and kids giggling. <laughs> I hate kids that are spooky like that. I would rather hear a monster scream and yell at me than I would like a kid giggling in the dark. The cellar is particularly creepy. Okay, what cellar is not creepy? The cellar is particularly creepy location as there have been reports of people getting pushed and some even felt like they were being strangled. Other people have felt uneasy, as if someone or something was watching them. Have you ever felt that? I have. I've felt that maybe at my house. I remember being in Honduras. Maybe sometime on this episode, I'll share a story of the experience on Honduras that was absolutely frightening. But the article goes on to state, while others' witnesses have claimed entities or shadows have been seen moving around, there is the report of a pale female apparition that has been seen looking out of one of the windows on the top floor of the building. A grumpy ghost is said to lurk around the stage and sometimes tug on visitors' clothing. A woman supposedly died when she fell down the stage exit steps on her way to the green rooms, and those who have walked through the specific area claim to have felt uneasy or even a physical push. There certainly seems to be, the article states, a lot of creepy and paranormal activity going on in all different areas of the Grand Pavilion. And so you have these two nurses. Check the picture out again. It is very, very odd. Can you see the two nurses? Do you want to see the two nurses? Can you see the one nurse looking back at you? As if through time and space and the veil, it sees you even now. Maybe even in some strange way, hears you now. 
I digress. So what did they take a picture of? Is it simply a manifestation of a chemical, uh, a mechanical malfunction of the camera? Is it something that is easily explainable with lights and all of that? Or did the camera, the unnatural eye, pick up an unnatural specter? Well, there is also an interesting article by the contributor named Max Langridge at Pocket Lint that supports the idea that ghosts are a lot more prevalent than we realize. The article states that many people have reported sightings, but almost always there is never any proof. And therefore, because there is never any proof, the stories are disregarded. Being able to take a photograph of the spirit, however, well, that changes everything. Because as the old saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words. Or in our case, a picture is worth a thousand ghosts. The question then always becomes, what is the picture picking up? Is it a mechanical issue? Is it a lighting issue? Is it a fakery? Is it doctored? There are numerous pictures out there, but we're going to show you a few of some of the more famous pictures and ask you, are they doctored? Is it mechanical? Is it a lighting issue? Or did the camera pick up something that has always been there you simply have not been able to see? The first you're going to see, an unexpected guest, it's tagged in the 1950s. The image was taken at some point in the 1950s. We're not sure exactly when that it was, but it shows a very quaint, small family sitting at a table. It appears to show two boys and two women. Their mothers have the boys sitting on their laps and everyone is smiling and nobody is aware of the monstrous, frightening, upside-down shadow lurking just behind them. Can you see it? What is it? Frightening. Of course, there is also the ghost pilot of 1987. Mrs. Sayer was visiting an airfield in England with her friend, and she thought that it would be cool to take a photograph sitting in the cockpit. No harm, no foul. Who doesn't like to do that? Later, down the road, when the image was developed, there is the picture of a man sitting in the pilot's seat. What's the big deal? Well, she was sitting there alone when the picture was taken. What is that? No one knows for sure. There is also the strange case of the Boot Hill Ghost. In 1996, a man can be seen posing as a cowboy, an outlaw, a bandit. He holds his gun, as you see in the picture, the cowboy hat, the bandana, the cool mustache that I wish I could grow. I grow a mustache. I look like a child molester. I, don't, I just don't look good without this being covered up. But man, he's got the cool mustache, the cool hat. In the distance, the mountains. The only problem is if you look to the right of his left shoulder, you'll see someone. It appears as if they're hiding and revealing themselves in the actual bushes. Someone that should not be there. Someone that the photographer and the one that was taking, being photographed did not know was there. They also came to analyze, and I'll let you look, but they seem to say that the being is holding a knife. The point stops at his collar. What was there? Hiding in the bushes. Then there is the story of the Goddard's Squadron and Freddie Jackson in 1919. The image was taken by Sir Victor Goddard of his squadron in 1919. 
a good, wholesome picture of flyboys. The problem is, at the top left is a picture. A picture of Freddie Jackson, there with his squadron. The problem is, Freddie Jackson died a few days before this picture was taken. And yet there he is, his face there, hauntingly calm, comfortable. Others seem to be serious in their photograph, as most people were, but he seems to be almost smiling. Ghost? Mistaken date of the picture? I don't know, you tell me. Then there is the Coventry Specter in 1985. At first glance, the article states, you might not see anything wrong with this photo, but look, look very, very closely, and you will see something very, very odd. You will see a tall, dark figure, a la something out of a Jesuit clan, maybe something that predates the Slender Man. But you will find at the top left corner, there is a being, a person standing there, which is at least head and shoulders above everyone else. They appear to be wearing a monk's garb with a hood covering their face. Nobody else is wearing that kind of garb. Nobody else expected it to be there. And if you look very, very closely, you'll find that there is no arrangements of food or utensils in front of them. The idea, the thought, is that nobody was actually there until, that is, the picture was taken. I wonder when we go into our kitchen at night, I wonder when we walk through our house at night, what or who is there that we don't know, simply waiting to be photographed? Then there is one of the most spooky ones that I have ever seen, Grandpa's Ghost. In August of 1997, Denise Russell took this photograph of her grandma who lived alone at the time in 1997. Even though the photograph had been developed, copied, and given to her other family members, nobody seemed to notice the male figure standing over her until Christmas Day of 2000. The Russell family says it is the spitting image of their grandpa who died in 1984. What's odd to me is the look on his face. It almost looks alien, otherworldly. What did that camera pick up? There is the Pauling Fire Department photo of 1988. The white figure in this photo is believed to be an angel. You tell me. There is also the backseat ghost of a photo taken in March 1959. One article states that it was taken by Mabel Chinnery in 1959. It shows her husband in the car. But who is the man that is sitting in the back of their car? Many true investigators believe that this is truly a case of paranormal. Others believe that it was simply double exposure. Then there is the Newbie Church in 1963. This one is very odd to me. I don't like this one. Some analysts think that the photo was actually taken in Yorkshire, North Yorkshire in England, and that it might have been faked because of the way the being is standing almost posing. However, Reverend K.F. Lord insists that when it was taken, there was nothing visible to the naked eye. But if you will look, you will see that to the right of the altar, there is a being standing there, tall, dark, shrouded in a cloak. And if you look, you'll see that there is a very strange and uncomfortable face peering back. Now here's what's interesting. There is a famous movie, Scream. If you've ever seen the face mask of Scream, 
I want you to look and tell me if this, in 1963, might not be the demonic inspiration for the movie. Then there is the story of the Toys R Us photo taken in 1978. In sunny California, there was a haunting of a ghost, a young man, a young ghost by the name of Johnny Johnson. The image shows him silhouetted, leaning against the shelves, while there was nobody supposed to be there. There is also the St. Bontelof's Church in 1982. And if you look closely at the upper right-hand corner of the photo, you can see that there is something up there. Something that was taken. A being that was not supposed to be there. There is also the Worsted Church, 1975. A very weird and odd photograph that seems to show one man's wife sitting there while behind, in an empty place, someone sitting there that's not supposed to be there. One of the most favorite one, famous ones is the Brown Lady, 1936. The photo of the Brown Lady is considered by many to be the actual photograph evidence of a ghost. It was taken in the Ranholm Hall in Norfolk, England in 1936. There had allegedly been many sightings of figures before this photo, and this one of Lady Townsend was caught, believed to be, as she was ascending the stairs. I don't know, very odd, very odd indeed. But maybe the most frightening to me of all is the one that was taken at Amityville. If you've ever done any studying, you'll know that there is more than meets the eye of the Amityville horror. There is a photograph that was taken in 1976. Ed and Lorraine Warren claimed that they were being, they were being haunted by the demonic ghost of John Defoe a nine-year-old boy. You see, John Defoe, along with his other brother, two sisters and parents, were killed by his older brother, Ronald, at their house at Amityville. Ed and Lorraine were paranormal experts who entered the house, and they believe they captured this image using a camera that consistently took infrared photos during the night. In fact, the Defoe murders were the inspiration for the Amityville horror books and films. Ed and Lorraine caught on camera what they believe coming from an empty room was the ghost of little Johnny. That is creepy. So the question becomes whether it's ghost nurses in England or little Johnny somewhere in Amityville. What are ghosts? Are they demons? Are they other beings from the other side? Are they imprints of violence and sin that have occurred here? Are they the last dying screams of souls that have departed? I don't know, but I can tell you this. The next time you hear a bump in the night, the next time you hear a creak in the wall, the next time you hear that sound that sounds out of place, grab your camera because you might snap a picture of a ghost.